I'm here with Alex Martinez with uh, Ivy League Medics, who uh, in town hooks us up from time to time. We'll show you the uh, the clips from the vlog, but it's always a good time. Had a hiccup today, but it still was an interesting time. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. Let's get it started. Uh, what is it that you brought me today? Basil Hayden Dark Rye. It's got a metal band around it. Yeah, it's pretty fancy. I was just at the at the liquor store because Annie's the place I usually go to because I wanted to get a Japanese whiskey. Oh, uh, that's a, the fuck whiskey that I, I've been drinking. Oh, really? Yeah, it's, it's really good, but it's also got like a bitterness to it. That's weird, almost like they made it with candy. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So I'm not really a big drinker, but I started drinking whiskey because like this father figure in California has a whole whiskey collection. He always was on my shit. Daryl, I appreciate you. Um but he uh, <laughs> he always gives me shit every time I'm there. He's like, let's have a whiskey. Let's have a whiskey. So I started trying random whiskeys. And then I'm like, I don't want let to let it go to waste or like have a, a giant cabinet like he has of whiskey in my house because I know me. So therefore, I know my son is going to steal my whiskey when he gets older. It's just one of those things kids go through. Right. And so I was like, well, I'll just drink it until it's gone. Then I'll buy a different one. And every bottle will be different from here till the end of time. If I like something, I'll make a note of it. But this looks good. DS, what's a DSP number? That's a good question. Aries I finish. I was literally just standing there trying to pick a whiskey. And a guy walked in. And one the, the lady checking, checking out people was like, hey, do you guys know what you're looking for? And I was just like, no, I'm just really just, just looking around. And the guy was like, yeah, just some kind of whiskey. And I was like, well, you know any good ones? And he was like, that one's not bad. What a gracious host, even pouring me the whiskey. <laughs> I have no idea. It's always trying a, a small one. I don't know what you're supposed to do with these. It's got a needle like you're supposed to put like olives or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and almost a, this came with a whiskey kit. I don't know. That's got more bite to it than I would like, but that's good. <laughs> I it went straight to my nostrils. Did it? But I see that berries. Hmm. I can't taste the caramel just yet, but it says there's a little bit in there. It says sweet berries, right? So the finish is dark berries. It's got a sweetness to it. But that'd be pretty good to just sip in whiskey, smoking oh, some cigars. I know, right? If I could smoke in it, if my kids didn't, as you see, there's like Cheetos, Doritos, all kinds of little toys. Mm-hmm. I bought this in Sacramento when we built our podcast studio and I was like, I want a big table. So I found a place that had this and I drilled in some holes and installed everything. And then we moved here and I was like, we have no room for it. So if I could, if I, if my wife allowed me in the best way I can say before going out and spending 5,000 on new couches, but I probably put a couple of chairs and a little love seat and just you know, put down. So I bolted in that room, my computer from the ceiling mm-hmm. and I love bolting shit to the ceiling because cables are free. So I've just run cables down from like a socket that I installed. And it's much easier if I was to drop down a TV and then I'd have, instead of a monitor, like a 55 inch TV right here, boom, type it out. What we need go be a lot easier. That'd be pretty sick. So how long have you lived in Woodward? Um, Practically my entire life. Have you been anywhere else besides the the traveling you've done for COVID? Mm, I mean, we went to Mexico when I was a kid, but 
really other than that, not really in Texas because we got family down in Texas. Well, so for those who don't know, the reason I'm wearing an armband is uh, I got an IV today. Uh, check out Christopher Loves Life. We've done this a couple of times now. Dehydrated, you get an IV. It's the most convenient way. And my wife's like, you're just going to get an IV today, aren't you? Because I was complaining a little bit. I'm like, I feel a little dehydrated. We're going to be on this road trip. We're drinking a lot of water. We're going to be stopping a lot. It's not going to be fun. Yeah. She's like, you're going to get an IV? I'm going to get an IV. I was like, what do you mean? And so she got her IV first today, which was convenient. I kinked a line because <laughs> I was moving around so fast. That's why I was like, oh, don't freak your friend out. But uh, you own Ivy League Medics here in Woodward. Yeah. How long have you been open? Um, it's our, we had our first year anniversary at the end of May. And what'd you do for the anniversary? Uh, I just had like cookies from Sweet Surprises. Some, Sweet oh, Surprises? Yeah. It's like, um, like sugar cookies and they have like that really good frosting on there. You know, the ones I'm talking about, the ones like they make characters with. I have to limit myself from driving down that way. Where is this located? It's uh, on Main Street inside the... Oh, this is the one that's in the, the village. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. So these are the ones that are almost like those Walmart sugar cookies. But better. I bet. They look amazing. If I stop by there, I'll bring you some whenever you get back. <laughs> don't, don't do that. Well, you know what? That's what fluids are for. You know what would help? An IV. See, this is your tactic for customers. They're, they'll always be coming back because all you got to do is bring a little whiskey and a little cookie, and you're good. Yeah, 100%. One of my friends, he opened up, because uh, he, he's the one who told me about the company, the part, the parent company, Hydrate, that lets you do the contracts. And because I always say, like, the stupid thing of, like, literally to anything of, like, you know what would help? An IV. Like, somebody's like, my car broke down. I'm like, well, you know what would help? An IV. Complete. So when I started seeing this, it was on YouTube with, like, the multimillionaires like that you do you would not imagine getting an iv in your house for any reason except for like either a people are got hospice or they're too rich to give a shit right so it definitely is one of those what's the word for when somebody seems like they're wealthier than they are they flaunt a lifestyle you know like the instagram people oh like Content creators? Yeah, well, you could say that. Mm -hmm. But there's so many of those people who are like, they're getting it, boxers, uh, content creators. Anyone who's making money typically is like, oh, it's too busy to go to the hospital and get an IV. Or they're dehydrated or sick or somebody's at home drinking Pedialyte. And it's like, nah, I got an IV. Sounds cool to me. I know it's on the expensive side of things. Like you wouldn't, what's the average cost of an IV? Um, like what I charge? Mm -hmm. You talking like base price or are you talking just base like price for somebody to come into your store, get an IV bare minimum, uh, 125. Yeah. So that's reasonable compared to what I've seen online. Other people charging. Oh yeah. You want a drink? I don't even know if she can drink. You can have a drink. This is not your typical job. I'm just, I'm letting you know right now. It's not like every day you can just bring drinks to work, but it's at the end of the day. You can have a drink if you want. Okay. Okay. We're not the typical company. I was so strict in my California location once we started having employees and giving a shit that it really was the negative effect on my employment. Oh, really? Uh, it was like either go, go, go or do, 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 but never like relax. So I don't give a shit. It, I, at this point, it's as long as everyone's making money, I don't care. Right. Have your own little thing. You want to bring, do whatever, just ebb and flow. I don't care. 
It, it, we'll find out if it works and I'll fire everybody or it'll be fantastic and I'll never have to address it again. But Oklahoma is a little more liberal with their uh, their employment laws than California. California is super strict. The only thing that employment employees in Oklahoma are really bad about is unemployment and uh, uh, disability, like the, yeah. the trip and falls. So you were saying your parent company is Hydrate. Mm-hmm. You charge one hundred twenty five bucks, which sounds way too inexpensive for the idea of like hydrating somebody for fucking seven days without the care or need like that's a big thing it, it really the last time i got it i was pepped up for a good week yeah i don't know if it was uh what do they call that the pseudo or uh, oh yeah where it's in your head mm-hmm. but i felt great I, I could i could tell from the vlog it was nuts i was just like i'm feeling good but i was super down the reason i called you i was like i'll never do that and that day i was like dude my finger will not bounce back I was like, I am dehydrated. I, I couldn't even think straight that morning. I was I was drinking water, pounding it. Couldn't retain it. I think it was just too far gone. And I was like, you should try the thing you were talking about the other day at the dentist. Because I had met you. Well, not met you. I had seen your shirt at the dentist. You were talking about it, giving your uh, your spiel to the ladies. Oh, yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, I'll try that. I'll go to the shop. I'll try it. And I was like, oh, fuck it. I'll call him. See if he does house calls. Oh, yeah, 100%. So what made you want to do it? Well, so I'd come back from New York State Mm -hmm. working uh, with medical jets up in New York, and I was doing 911s in Syracuse for three months. And that was pretty neat. It was very different because there was like, instead of just one hospital, there's like three or four different hospitals to choose from. And at the time, hospitals were on rotation because of COVID stuff. But, I mean, if it wasn't on rotation, you had to ask the patient which hospital they wanted to go to. And you had to, like... Make it a choice? mm Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, that ended because all the government money started going to the Ukraine relief. So I came back, and I didn't want to hop on the Woodward ambulance, like, right away. Because that's a whole other monster. I've I've heard stories that it's it's a death wagon. It's it's something and you know (laughs) it's not their fault like how are they just not funded i mean it's it seems like it got to the point of where it's all like money 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 which i mean yeah money money plays a part in it just like a private company no they're county ran okay yeah but i mean there there's been some good things like came out of it and obviously you know good and bad happens i don't know i got an email the other day and it like read towards the end of like we got to make sure we treat our you know our customers our customers customers <laughs> it has to be the customers well it like not like the that's, patients not the patients not the concerned concerned citizens who are going through a bad time yeah and i don't know why that word bugged me so much probably because it's like it's medical and we're here for you know the community well but, customers is uh, dollar driven yeah there's nothing about customers or the idea that customers can be like you. What's the word? You can't. You know the saying. You can't. A uh, customer will become your friend before your friend will become a customer. I've heard that one. You haven't heard that one. Mm-mm. That's so true. Uh, we'll get to that in a minute. <laughs> but the the idea of delegating somebody as a customer that means they are paying for something or getting something in return for a service you're offering. 
giving something in return. So they always have a dollar amount, like especially if it's hospital, mm-hmm. they're making billions of dollars a year. I don't care where you're at, if you're in bumfuck nowhere, they're making a lot of money being a hospital. 100%. Yeah. But yeah, so like that's that's what irked me, I guess, a little bit about that, is that they're like that, like you say, like dollar driven. Yeah. And it's, I, I jump back and forth with customer and patient, mostly because I work in a salon and I talk with the other uh, people that own businesses and I'm like, oh, you like, when's your patient coming in? I mean, customer. And then sometimes I'm like, well, my, my customer, I'm like, I mean, patient. So I'm, it's not like, I'm like, oh, they're. Cutting. So are you working out of a salon with your business? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So is it, they come in and they sit in like a salon chair and get an IV or is it a part of a salon? It's a part of a salon. Okay. Yeah. I wish it was that cool. No. So I, what, you, what are you paying rent? Uh, 350 See, everyone who parts that out, because there's a whole section of uh, like houses on Main Street, and I keep seeing barber shops, salons, little pot sh- shops that are popping up, mm-hmm. and then there's like two in one in that um, a touch of home. Yeah, it looks like home furnishing, but it's uh, food. Yeah, coffee. What? Yeah, it, it looks like a IKEA from the outside. Even with the fork and everything, it doesn't look like a place you eat. It looks like a place you would buy forks, knives, dinerware. From where I'm from, that's what it looks like. And I was like, oh, shoot, that's that's an interesting one. I dropped off a phone to the fadeaway barbershop. Mm -hmm. Great guys. I guess every one of their family members has broken something and brought it here. Nobody has said, hey, yeah, my sister, my brother, my uncle, my aunt, until I dropped it off. And I was like, you're all here. Is this an intervention? I thought, like, okay, somebody's going to be like, oh, we pissed off. You give broken item whatever something it's like I, I know all of you you've all been to my store this is getting really weird it's like no no we're all family we live here we also run a barbershop really cool nice but i guess a lot of people on main street do that and then split the rent with other businesses mm-hmm. that's got to be convenient and also frustrating though oh yeah for sure especially for the owner of the building because they got so much to think about oh yeah the liability's got to be high mm-hmm. so how much did it start to this may be out of line. How much was it to start your business? Um, it's not out of line. It's a contract. I mean, I don't have any problem talking about money or anything. Some people do. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I've been getting a lot of things on my TikTok about like labor, national labor law say that, you know, it's against the law for an owner to try and prevent somebody to talk about their Oh, yeah, that's real. Yeah. You're supposed to actually promote it instead of stopping people from discussing it with like an NDA. Because I got hit with a labor case by a guy once, and it was in in his report. Um, He basically defrauded overtime, and then he got paid $5,000 because the government was like, well, you can fight this, but the cost for the lawyer for the labor complaint would have been $5,300, and they charged me $501, like $5,001. They know. They know they're going to slit any little thing. They're like, yeah, 5,000 penalties. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thank you. Fuck off. Never deal with it again. My lawyer was like, yeah, don't. Just pay it. Never talk about the fucker again. I was like, yeah, fuck you, Frank. <laughs> Everyone knows him. <laughs> uh, but he got like 2,600. The state got another 2,600 or 2,100 or whatever. It was the dumbest thing. But now I know, okay, because the complaint was he didn't want anybody talking about their pay. I always start people off the same and then they over time go higher, but I don't want people arguing that they've been there longer when they don't provide the same work, intelligence, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Like these two employees are starting off the same. Whoever gets there first, gets there first. 
it's their job to talk about it or raise the question if they want to get paid more, so on and so forth. We'll evaluate that. But I typically only do it 90, 120, uh, 360, so on and so forth. And then we go and say, hey, you've been here two years and you're still making the same. There's a problem. Mm-hmm. Um, I noticed you have an employee. Is that more like an a ind- independent contractor? Is that through Hydrate? Yeah, it's it's more independent. So like the contract cost me th- uh, three grand um, and that's for a year. And they provide me, so like I started before they like started changing a whole bunch of things. So at the time for three grand, they give me a medical director who provides us uh, protocols to do the IVs. Yeah. Uh, so that already takes away us having to pay separately for a physician who can take more. He only takes 5%. Hydrate only takes 10%. So in total, around 15 to 20 ish percent right off the top of every purchase Mm -hmm. and um so on top of that on top of the the physician they provide a pharmacy and then they provide us like the uh the app that takes care of like all the business management stuff on the side so see now i'm getting into a different headspace what do they actually do for you they provide us a uh, medical director, like I said, because we need a physician to give us orders. Which he's just filling, like, so you want 100 IV bags, uh, this type of shot, et cetera. That he's just writing those prescriptions to you to sell or? No. So, like, in the ambulance, we have, like, standard protocols yeah. that the physician writes for, like, a year. And we have to follow that. So, it's, like, uh, the basic hydration protocol, you know, take vitals. Uh, start the IV, make sure it's running, don't have any kind of reaction, check their vitals after they leave. There's always bugs in this building. The little gnats. It's so bad. Sounds like to me, it's like you could hypothetically get these sourced from somewhere, right? If you were an individual and you had a license to be some form of EMS or EMT, right? I mean, we could always do like an IV clinic, but with that comes like, I'm sure in pharmacy, you have to buy in bulk yeah. vitamins, which we don't do. I can order like one or two vitamins of different kinds and get that shipped to me overnight. And I don't have to buy like in a massive bulk where then I have to worry about an expiration date and then having to hand out so many at a time. Do you mix these yourself or does hydrate mix those shots for you? Uh, I mix them. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you get the vitamins from them mm-hmm. and certain packages and then you mix them make sure everything's sterile. Yeah. The difference in what you do versus what I've seen people do on their own, because you can buy saline packs online and do fun stuff. I've seen people like mix up their own cocktails or Myers cocktail as you would. Um, That's sketchy. There's a comfort in what you do. Because I'm assuming overhead's probably not too much, but if they're taking 20% from you, it's got to be decent profit. Yeah. Like on our average, we make about $100 profit every repair so if we're doing two or three a day we pay the bills now pay the employees and i could live off of a hundred dollars a day not that i would want to but i could live off of it that's decent are you consistent in this or is it still ongoing after your first year it's still a little back and forth what do you do in the dead seasons it i mean when i first started it was definitely like dead yeah because i mean coming to a rural town with a, such a different service because like that's the other thing that you asked me that why why I started this yeah. is so like I was just sitting in around my house for 
I don't know, a month, two months, I had 30 grand in my pocket from that. Didn't, co- didn't know what to do with it. Oh, yeah. I mean. What business do we open? What do we do? Do I invest in crypto? Bad idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, all 100%. of that ran through your head. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, well, like, I don't know. Can you cuss on the podcast? Yeah, I mean, fuck yeah. I don't know if you. This is a fucking podcast. If you are under 18, you should not be here right now. Daddy says, go the fuck to sleep. <laughs> Absolutely. So, like, I was just sitting there, and I was like, like, fuck, dude, I don't know what to do. And I then was looking at, you know, contracts on Indeed, and I saw, like, oh, there's a paramedic position for an IV clinic, mm-hmm. and it was in Colorado. And I talked to the people, and it was like, because uh, also, like, this is a part of the spiel I give to people, too, of... I I had applied for my Colorado license. I was talking with this company. I got my Colorado license and they were telling me more information about it. And they were like, well, well, what, what you get out of this for working in Colorado is you get 50% commission. You get half off all your supplies, but we don't pay for housing or gas. So I was like, well, you know, like, how does that make sense then? I mean, yeah, I mean, it was on me because I think it's more for like local people mm-hmm. in, in Colorado. Um, so I was like, well, yeah, I mean, I guess it's not for me. I mean, the best thing I got out of that was just a Colorado license, which turns out is a multi-state license for EMS. And then I was telling my buddy Adam and he was on paramedic contract in South Dakota on a reservation. And that's a that's freaking wild. Is that a money maker or is that... Oh, I mean, they, I think they were making pretty good money, but like he, he told me like practically all the calls up there in South Dakota were like critical care calls. Oh, Jesus. On, on a res. So like people getting hurt. Oh, shot up, That's stabbed, nuts. crazy injuries from. I'm driving through uh, New Mexico tomorrow, uh, New Mexico. Yeah. And it's going to be an interesting one because boy, uh. The amount of times I've probably driven through there like six or seven times now, and I've seen two robberies at gunpoint and then one smash and grab. And tell me if, uh, you know, you've ever gone anywhere seven times and seen 40% violent crimes and you probably never return. I I wish I didn't have to, but the damn route from Woodward to Sacramento every time takes me through there because it's the fastest it saves eight hours so the last time me and my son were uh, coming here was uh, late december and we got up and there was somebody literally robbing a bus full of people at gunpoint and i was like yeah we're just gonna reverse uh yeah we're getting the fuck out of there because there was people running away with their bags and doing like right he's got a gun i'm like i'm out of here jesus gonna hit the next charger i didn't care if my son was sitting in his own piss we're out of there safety first oh 100 i was like i couldn't imagine living in uh new mexico because it looks like a ghost town oh yeah imagine the navajo sectors that they have there that's got to be even worse because they don't have less law uh less order it's it's all like indian law or basically like the wild west yeah in modern times they all deal with it themselves oh, yeah. if they can't then the people just go unchecked because they don't have the resources that the uh so-called white man has I, I just thought it was interesting the last time i went through was i think late february is the last drive i took and boy i went through this um hue or on cue liquor store mm-hmm. and apparently they had just been robbed at gunpoint and I was like, number two, really? This place is not safe to come in. It was uh, Tucumacari. Gosh. New Mexico. Because I go from here to Shamrock to Amarillo, if I don't have enough charge just to get to Amarillo. Uh, Amarillo to Tucumacari. Tucumacari to 
another place in New Mexico, New Mexico to Arizona, Arizona to Nevada, Nevada, California. Mm -hmm. I do that in 26 hours. Luckily, you know, I was going to say, I was going to save the uh, rest of my The Witcher episodes. Uh, Have you watched the new season? I haven't. I need to catch up because I haven't watched the last two seasons. Oh, my God. So I watched the, the first half of it, and now we're on the last three episodes. They waited a month to release. Mm-hmm. I'm so pissed because I thought they were going to release another five episodes. Why would three. you cut it in 60% and 40%? So I go there and I log in this morning, July 27th alarm. Fuck me. It's only three episodes. And it's half, not even Geralt or anything. He got beaten half to death, and now he's like in some coma. Like, like really? Damn. Horrible. Horrible. Um, so he's just getting so disfigured that dude, he is Liam Hemsworth just takes his place. destroyed by this ancient staff, stabbed, beaten, smacked in the face. It's all swollen. He's talking to some tree woman like, just let me die. Like, is he just going to turn 20 years younger? Right. That, that We'll see. I don't know what'll happen. But what, So what's your goal with Ivy League Medics here? Uh, honestly, like, just providing uh, in-between service from, like, because I don't know how many times that I've worked on the ambulance and in a hospital that people just need fluids mm-hmm. or because we also carry Zofran for nausea and Tordal for like acute pain, like stronger. So it's like an in-between of like over-the-counter Tylenol yeah. and then opioids. I'm very familiar. And I'm going to leave this with you. You see it better than I have. Oh, now it's on your side. It's so hard to kill those things. They're, though. they're so bad because I have a vinegar trap and apparently... Uh-huh. I hit it. I, know oh, yeah, I think it. you got it. Well, most people have like a five-year plan. Did you do any of that? Or is this like, this is what's making you money right now? I'm just I'm just in it to, to just see where it goes. Yeah, make a couple bucks, yeah. pay your bills. But it's definitely a good business. If more people knew about it, that's the problem. Because like, I was talking to people today while I had the IV in my arm. Mm-hmm. They're like, what's wrong? Are you going to the hospital? I'm like, no, this is the new designer drug, hydration. You need to check it out. Right. <laughs> Uh, for me, it's more convenient and it makes me feel good. So my wife is like, you really got the placebo effect. I'm like, I don't give a shit. If drugs did the same thing for a short period of time, you wouldn't be bitching about it. You'd be like, oh, it feels good. It gets more done. Great. Right. It's a medication. That's what I'm, that's what I'm writing it off as. If I do it once, twice a month, great. So it's just one of those things where I was like, okay, well, I'll take it. Because I was going to get hooked up right here while mm-hmm. we were having a conversation, drinking whiskey. Which apparently there's a hangover cure whiskey you have. Oh, or, yeah. Uh, hangover uh, remedy. Remedy. Oh, yeah. What's in that? So it's a high dose of vitamin C. Um, and it comes with a, there's another one, with a add on of. I'm ready. And things uh, are so small. Dude, they're so bad. Out back, we have a giant field. And mm-hmm. so it comes into everybody's like ventilation, everything from out back. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, I do the same thing in my office. Whenever I see a fly and I can't find it, I just tap around. Exactly. It just makes me nervous, man. There's there's flies everywhere, you know what I mean? Right. Um, and I killed a spider's nest last night. There was five, uh, what do they call them, house spiders? House spiders? You want to see what a house spider is? This made me shit myself like and a piss wolf. at the same time. Is it like one of the wolf spiders? No, it's worse. T- uh, Tegonera domestica. So that spider is huge. So this spider was huge. Oh, yeah. There was five of them. So I had five of those under my couch in my living room. Oh, they were in your house? In my house. 
this thing was it was bad so we uh it was 12 o'clock when we found one because i dropped this between my couch and i was like oh shit i gotta reach in and get it i pulled it out big ass spider hanging dropped it fuck that i'm done turned on the lights everything let's look pulled back two pieces of a 16 piece couch that i have we got eight and then eight it's on the podcast pulled it back two giant ones just running along the edge of the wall in between the wall and the ground so I hit it with this uh, foam piece I have from my kid's little playset, and I killed two of them. And I was like, oh, fuck, now I have to look everywhere because I don't trust it. If there's two, that means two were fucking two make four, four make six, eight, 12, 36. There's 164 in here. It's bad. So I lift up the couch. There's two more, and they scurry under the other couches. And so there's a bunch of like sand and gravel and shit. We haven't gone under these couches in probably six months. Like the, just the shoe gunk that goes under uh, over time. Mm-hmm. And so we found a total of five. And then I got the home defense and I went and cleaned out all of under of them. I got every piece of sand, cleaned the entire, from head to toe, fireplace and everything. That was like 2 a.m. I got done. I hate spiders. I really, truly, I despise spiders. Not that I am disgusted by them. The idea that I was doing everything I was doing on that couch for the last six months, playing with my kids, laying in my boxers, being sick, being healthy, Sunday coffee, talking to the vlog camera, hanging out with my wife, my Mm -hmm. kids, uh, wrestling, playing Nerf, and I could have died in any fucking moment by a swarm of spiders. That was my life. Maybe not like died by a swarm spider, but got like bit and then had to go to the hospital for the antidote. But death, death, it would have been death. Because well, I, I, I would have let out the worst screeching cry. I, I am no, no, fuck that. <laughs> if I'm asleep and I get bit, I'm fine. Come on, let me eat a spider. Great, I'll, I'm asleep. Nope, I, I don't think I've ever remember being bit by a spider. Like me seeing it, and I realized that unlocked a whole new fear of like dumb ways to die. That <laughs> like just one, <laughs> two, three, four, five. Just that. Oh man, would have to call you. Do you have an antidote in IV form? No, man. I couldn't imagine. It, I, there's a dangerous spiders like the brown recluse will often use clutter and hiding spots to ambush prey if they have clutter around your home and form boxes, stacks, newspaper, anything else. There's a good chance spiders are already hiding in them. Entry opportunities. Spider homes through cracks or crevices, the doors or windows, finding the potential entry points. So we have a bunch of cracks because it's a nine-year-old home. Mm-hmm. Uh, minimize unnecessary outdoor lighting. We don't have any. I haven't found anything that big in my house. Where do you live? Uh, here in town. Whereabouts? Uh, 34th Street next to the theaters. Where the tornado hit 12 years ago. Yep. So you're safe now. You know, it doesn't strike twice. But uh, That's what people say. Lightning doesn't strike the same place twice. But yeah, these things were fucking huge. I don't know why I'm stuck on this topic, but I was very scared. Are you scared of spiders? Horse shit. There's no way. You're scared of wrong needles. I'm scared of scorpions. Oh, no, I'm not. I, I've been stung by a scorpion. I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. That's like a desert spider. Yeah, those are easier to deal with, though, because they only have one. You can be stung once. They stick. They're done. Boom. Go get anti-venom. You're good. But spider spiders, they can just keep biting over and over and over. And there's no, like, um, it's not a bee sting or a venom uh, from a scorpion where it's injected once. It's... They can literally just keep biting you and injecting. So a black widow bite or sting is 
a hundred times in like a minute they can get you. If you're unconscious or laying on the ground, like you won't even feel it. It's just numb. Dun, 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 Seven people in the United States die each year as a result of a spider bite. It's not that many. What the fuck? How is it only seven? I really thought it was going to be like 40, 50,000, something crazy. No, I just look like an idiot. No way. <laughs> Why does everyone call it Northwest Oklahoma? This is just the South. And then everyone calls it Northwest. It confuses the shit out of me. So if I told you I was going to go to the city, you know, where I'm talking about? Yeah, Oklahoma City. Okay. Because I knew somebody that I told them, I was like, hey, you know, I'm going to go to the city. And they're like, where? I'm like, I'm going to go to the city. They're like, yeah, where's that? And I'm like, Oklahoma City. Oh, it's- yeah. They think it's Enid because like, it's so much bigger. I've met a couple that was like 80 years old. And they're like, oh, you know, we're going to go to the city. And I was like, okay, cool. And they're like, yeah, there's so much to do there. And I was like, really? No, you're going to go to Bricktown? They're like, no, no, Enid. Aww. And I was like, oh, that's the city? And they're like, yeah, they got breweries. They got this. They, they, they got everything. Young folks love it. I'm like, the only reason I've ever been to Enid was to go bitch at Stride. That was it, because their offices are there. When we moved here, we used Stride. As a business owner, What what do you do you have an LLC or is it sole prop? Uh, it's... Incorporation? Contract work. I don't have... You have no li- like it's no license. Mm-mm. So do you, are you insured through through our parent company? Yeah, they provide us medical uh, malpractice. I don't have to pay for any of that. Generally speaking, if you can afford a hundred dollars a month, get insurance. Well, like, what's the difference? I mean, if we're independent contractors, if we're ten ninety nine contractors, isn't there something different? No, it's uh, if I was you, I'd get your own business license and offer this because it'll cost you five hundred dollars to make a physical business mm-hmm. out of this. And then everything will be under the business's name because anything medical always catches a lawsuit sometime. Somebody won't believe what you're selling them. Somebody will get sick right after you sell them something. Something will happen over a course of 10 years. The likelihood gets smaller and smaller the longer you're in, in business. Somebody will sue you for something. But if you don't have any protections in place, then you're just gonna say, all right, fuck it, I won't do anything. And pay them off whatever money it is or you'd be like yeah my insurance my lawyer will handle it oh we're covered because it's just the business it's not me there's a lot of little things like that like this is all under love family llc or love family enterprises even my rental out back is love family enterprises the only thing i personally own anymore is that tesla yeah so like everything is owned by my company because when I was Love to Fix and Love to Fix Incorporated, didn't protect me from anything. <laughs> I just had individual general liability on everything. So I made a lot of money when I was robbed, sure. But if somebody actually got hurt or wanted to sue me because I bumper tapped them because my name was on the license plate, I was fucked. Mm-hmm. It was, they could have sued me for everything and then gotten the businesses, great. Nowadays, even the IRS can't come after this business because yeah, everything is separated, segregated. So. Fun times. It's little protections like that you'll never think of until it happens. Right. I only, reason I got into insurance when I was younger was I had a girlfriend who, uh, her father was an insurance broker and she forced me to get insurance. It was a Christmas gift from her father. Like, oh, you don't know insurance? Let me get you an HR workbook for your entire employees. Everyone was under the table at the time. Nobody needed a workbook. I was 24. And so I was like, yeah, sure. I'll, I'll, I'll get on that. And then he was like, yeah, I'll pay for it. I was like, okay. Uh, I don't have insurance. He's like, yeah, I'll pay for it. He was a multimillionaire. 
Lucky me, I was sleeping with a multi-millionaire's daughter. <laughs> but it was funny enough because she turned out to be a crazy person who robbed me for like half of everything I had at the time. And I had to sue her to get everything, which I won. Thank you. Boom, California. Nice. Uh, which it turned out was his lawyer as well, which was great. But man, that insurance, I got robbed three weeks after we got the insurance from him. So they paid me for a bunch of donated shit. And I had my first $100,000 check. Not from work I did from donations of electronics that I got from a Indian gentleman who had taken these laptops for the last five years from his company and thrown them into a basement. Mm -hmm. So I took three hours to grab them out of the basement, bring them to my shop. Three weeks later, we got robbed. And then he calls me a month later. It's like, hey, there's a couple of hard drives I need from those. And I was like, well, we got robbed. And he's like, okay, where's my money? I'm like, you gave them to me, fuck off. He's like, you see me in court. Never saw him again. Don't know what happened. I'm sure COVID got him or something. I don't know. It was one of those like accidental blessings. And then I knew the importance of insurance. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't have insurance and I would have lost that and found out, oh, you could have had $100,000 because you didn't want to pay $100 a month. I absolutely would have been pissed. It's much easier to like, because if you're an independent contractor, you don't really feel like a business, do you? Not really. Yeah. I'm telling you, go to Zen Business 199. It's You'll get your incorporation. It's so much easier once you just sit there for 15 minutes and fill out the info. 199 bucks, bite the bullet. A buddy of mine in California just did the same thing for another repair business. I was like, I did not expect this to be so easy. It is dumb easy. And then you take that to a bank. You can get loans. You can get credit cards. You can get funding to expand your, that's why I was asking you about goals, you can create a five-year plan. You don't mm. want to be in just IVs, you want to be in like medical, health, nutrition, boom. All right, give me ideas. All you got to do is go get, incorporate in some way, get it out of your name, and then build it that way. It's your funds that build that incorporation. So you're mm. the only sole member, you don't have to partner with anybody. Are you partner with anybody on that? Uh, on my contract? Yeah. No. And good. No, I was like, you could build it your own and not worry about somebody else financing or uh, taking a personal loan out for it. Mm -hmm. Because when I first started mine, that's the only idea. I was like, I have shitty credit. How do I get money to buy inventory or stock? So I did this Rob Peter to pay Paul thing where I talk about this all the time. If I brought in this phone or somebody brought in this phone to me, I'm like, okay, this is a $400 screen. I'll take $200 for the part, even though I can't afford the $400 replacement part. It gets the customer to give me money up front. And I only have to find out how to make $200 in the next three days to buy that part. Because I tell them five to seven days. Delivery takes next day free. So as long as I got two customers for every one, I was fine. Eventually, it caught up with me and I had a couple of chargebacks. But it was only when I wasn't working hard enough to make sure I got like two or three more customers. But after I got that insurance money, it was like, holy shit, now I can run a legitimate business. Mm -hmm. I was like, I, I should go get a business license. 2013. Yeah fun times i was at the annex and is that annex or is it addicts their sign their sign looks like addicts annex a-n-n-e-x but it looks like a-d-d-e-x did Does you it? ever notice that uh-uh you read it when you go to maine and uh what is that oklahoma avenue yeah because i think i'm gonna go there for for dinner there's this lady that i that i always see who like talks about wanting to get an iv but hasn't gotten one yet and she she came up to me and it was me, Caden, and then Caitlin and she walks up to me and she's like, Oh, like, hey, like, oh my God, Alejandro, like I need to get an IV from you and I was like, Yeah, like one hundred percent and then she's like, Give me a hug, sweetheart. I mean, she's an older lady. I wanna say like maybe like right. 
and she like hugs me and then she starts like shaking like this and I'm like uh, it's, it's the shimmy of love I was like I don't know what to do shimmy of love there's <laughs> if you want so a lady once told me the only reason that they will like rub their chest on you and this is a funny comment i just remember her saying it's like they just want you to know how you know warm and inviting and loving they can be and i'm like no that just sounds like they want to measure a size or like get you thinking about it uh-huh. why else would any being on earth or anywhere else care to rub a chest against your arm or your side or your back they want you to feel it Mm -hmm. it's a little awkward that and not only that but then we were at long shots she followed you to long shots no like she we see her a lot at the long shots and always on main yeah and like we see her i see her there and i'm like oh you know like She's busy, so I'm like, I'm not going to say hi, you know? she's She hasn't seen me yet, so I'm like, well, I'm going to use this as an opportunity that, like, well, I'm not going to say anything. But then she turns around, and she's like, oh, my God, why didn't you say hi? And I'm like, oh, well, like, you were busy. Like, you are with your friend. And she's like, that's no excuse. And then she comes over, you know, she gives me a hug. Not, not the shimmy hug, but just, like, a regular hug. And then she's like, she talks to us for a little bit, and she's like, all right, well, you know, like, I got to go. And she gets, like, a phone call, and she's, like, she's talking with somebody. I can't remember, like, what it was. Oh, it was, like, with one of her one of her friends, and I I mean, I'm stupid. I always ask, like, oh, like, are they single? <laughs> Just, like, being a single guy, I'm, like, oh, like, are they single? And she's, like, well, I think she got a divorce. And I'm, like, oh, like, well, no. Then she's, like, well, you know, like, I need to find something to do money. And then she's, like, I've heard a lot about OnlyFans. And she's, like, but I don't want to get naked. And in front of a camera, and then my my friend Caden, who's in front of me, he was like, "Well, you know, you can just wear lingerie and stuff." And that's, she's that's like, "That's how all those teachers got fired." Oh, really? Yeah, they were only in lingerie, and they were you know spreading their their information. Why are you shaking your head like you know? You've heard about it? <laughs> no. Yeah, so they were spreading their information to the schools, and then the schools found out, and then all the moms got angry because, like, why would you be teaching my kid when you're sexy, you stupid whore? And uh, it, apparently it's not nice in any state to uh, show your body and be a purveyor of knowledge, you know? Or, yeah, they're role models. Yeah, they're role models. They're role models. Role models. <laughs> Even though they make more money off OnlyFans than... You know, the average OnlyFans model makes $100. I know, I remember you saying that. Less than $100. It's like the top 1% makes more than $100. So that means the bottom 99% makes less than $100. That's how many people are not attractive. That should humble a lot of fucking women. I'm sorry. If you're telling me millions and millions of women are on OnlyFans, that means at least 99% of that that's over 100,000, 200, 300, 4, 5, 6, 7. That's 1 500th. That's 2% of America. It's on OnlyFans. And then 1% of that. So that's 0.2% of the population is making more than $100 on OnlyFans. That's 1.8% of the population is making less than $100 on OnlyFans, thinking they're going to make it big. Play the fucking lottery and you'll lose less uh, mental fortitude. And your kids won't think you're a whore. <laughs> well, I appreciate you coming by. Shoot this man a message if you'd like to know more, learn more, Ivy League Medics. I'll leave a link in the description. And then uh, like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think. And then uh, make sure you share. Don't be a fucker. We'll see you later.